The Language of Deceit Notes and Extracts The Psychology of Control Mechanisms States of Mind Are we living our lives based on our own decisions? Or does somebody else quietly guide us through subtle systems of manipulation to the conclusions that they would like us to have? We are born into an authority and our survival depends on accepting this authority. Within this framework, there has always been a plan to harness the human minds through psychological techniques for the eventual benefit of others. Just as computers run their command-based programs, based themselves on the input of specific data, so the TV and radio have had their programs feeding our minds for decades. Control of the brain has been history's greatest game. Every article has an angle and every agent of change serves an agenda. In the end, promotion leads to motion. All we know is all that we have been told. So, our intuition is in constant conflict with this version of reality. This is why the general public is instructed rather than educated. The media and the drama and the narrative have long been known to affect our outlook on the world. The limits we experience are mostly artificial borders put in place so that we may be more easily compartmentalized and studied. Maybe also, if it is deemed necessary, we may be reprogrammed. Perhaps this sounds a little far-fetched. Then again, perhaps it once was. The strange truth is that anybody can use this knowledge to their advantage, if they so wish. As early as our childhood, our ideas and ideals are formed and shaped and customized. Values are given and importance and rank are taught. The truth that none of us are equal has been twisted into the cultural revolution that we all have to work together to correct this non-error. The term cybernetics which in essence explains the controlling of nations, was introduced as far back as in Plato's Republic. 
It defines the process of the understanding of how to erase the individual. Yes, what was once thought impossible, or at least deemed immoral, is now possible and governed by ethics committees at a very local level. The power to live and die is simply fed by the idealism that some actions can be deemed essential and others less so. The fact is that the outcome of human activity is less well understood than we think. So, how does the establishment make the people that are a part of their overreaching machinery of social planning compliant? The madness has a method and a witting and unwitting army of practitioners. And of course, payment provides purpose. Said simply, removing self-reliance or self-belief or self-respect or self-confidence will make anyone dependent on an authoritative state or a collective mindset. Creating the notion of fear through scarcity in place of love in abundance with all the autonomy and self-teaching erased, will suppress the creativity and individuality inside people, in turn leading to a docile and malleable general public whose opinions and desires could and can be shaped with a little effort and directed planning at will. Even before the great wars, the government of the United Kingdom had heavily funded the studying of human behavior and many other fantastic and miraculous innovations in controlling and shaping our thoughts and behavior. See the work of the Tavistock Institute or the various ministries of information or even the royal societies. The propaganda of the need for wars had worked wonderfully over the last 100 years, and the poor had been marched out to slaughter. To slaughter the poor, of course, in celebrated regimental fashion. They were our enemy, and we were theirs. Technology allowed the strategic placement of campaigns of information to influence public opinion and move populations. Culture was weaponized and was implemented through incremental gradualism across countries, mainly through advertising and later in public schools and colleges, and finally universities. Over time, all the ducks got in line. 
Sometimes this improved the quality of life, such as in areas of clean drinking water and sanitization. But always it altered the native landscape of ideas and thinking. This is what they did. But how did they do it? The base of modern Western education and learning is copied from the 1819 Prussian educational system, a militaristic form of mind control designed to create obedience. The Prussian government used it to make soldiers who would blindly obey the authorities. These armies of soldiers could then be sold to the highest bidder. Their system of schooling, where the young were forcibly removed from their families, was so successful that Prussia overran the neighboring countries and grew to become Germany. Wilhelm Wundt, 1832-1920, was a Prussian psychologist and he was convinced that individual human beings did not have souls and so they could and should be reprogrammed as machines. The absence of any belief system beyond the concept of man as an animal would inevitably lead to the torture of minds and probably the slaughter of masses. Eventually, it did. Previously, social Darwinism had introduced the concept of the survival of the fittest, in essence the most adaptable, so that economic policies could be made for the benefit of those who made the policies. This has its basis in eugenics theory. Eugenics was and is simply the study of how to maintain hereditary power. It went after the root foundation of humanity, that is, the ability to speak freely and to ask pertinent questions. It struck at the heart of intellectual self-defense and aimed to strike a moral blow to freedom. The movement of these mechanisms of control down throughout history has enraged populations so much and so often that it has had to be clouded in doublespeak and secrecy. Admissions of its relevance and existence are few and far between, even though their effect is visible on all aspects of daily Western life. This invisible philosophy, or perhaps psychopathy, has altered its name each time the general public has come to understand what it really meant. Genetics became eugenics. Eugenics became bioethics.
and finally bioethics became life sciences. It's all Orwellian in every aspect. The language of deceit notes and extracts